My next guest is a motivational speaker, author, life coach, and CEO of Hearts Unleashed. Please welcome Abigail Gazda. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Abigail. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) I'm so excited to finally have this time to chat. Like, it's been so long. Yes. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So I know you've grown so much and, and transformed so much since the last time we spoke. And I know that you are a motivational speaker, an author, a life coach. You have your own business, your own podcast, your own publishing house. Like, how do you do it all? <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, uh, with joy and ease and grace. How does that sound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah, like, like, take us on this journey with you. Like, share with us, like, how you got started and, mm. and what truly motivates you. And why are you so passionate about what you do? Mm, I I would love to tell you, and I love that question. And um, I'm going to start with the end in mind. I can't stop. Like <laughs> this is in me. And um, you know, it was. It's actually. I would love to kind of go from there. Which is, yeah. there's been times where I've questioned it. Right. Like mm. this level of inspiration and motivation. Like I've been a role model since, uh, since just being young. Um, I'm the oldest sister. So there's this natural mm. responsibility instilled in me. And I think it kind of just continued to translate over the years of wanting to lead others, protect, help, support, lift up, um, inspire. And I don't share this all the time, but there is this like, in my mind's eye, I've always been given this premonition, I would call it, because I can see myself. I get these flashes of being on a major stage, speaking to thousands mm. of people. I can see like a microphone in my hand or one of those like ear, those like ear hook mics. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but I mean it when I say like from youth, I've had these flashes of these visions, even before I necessarily saw it um, mm. depicted like on a screen or witness somebody speaking. And I can remember even being at like basketball camps. I was a collegiate basketball player. So like, I remember basketball camps in like sixth and seventh grade and there being a division one speaker coming to speak to us. And I could see myself being the speaker, Mm -hmm. not just the listener. And so it's just always been there. And Mm -hmm. every stage of my life has been stepping into the next clearest vision of, of, 
that premonition of that vision that's been implanted on my heart. And so um, when I was young, I thought that meant become a teacher. So I became a teacher. After that, I managed gyms for a while and then it became being a life coach and then it became being an author. I actually never spoke, I will be an author before age like probably 28. And so it's always like the path has been revealed to me. And Mm. I think it's the combination of inspiration plus like the faith of the unseen. That's what faith in and of itself is, is believing in the unseen. And so it's the combination of the vision and the faith that I've just walked the journey and it's sort of unfolded in front of me. Wow, this is incredible. And I love mm-hmm. that you you knew it way before it happened. That's Thank so you. special. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like I like I mentioned or kind of like alluded to was I've questioned that from time to time. Like, mm-hmm. is this an ego-driven desire? You know, mm-hmm. but it's been so true for me for so long that I've had to surrender to it and just honor it and stop doubting or questioning or judging myself as if I'm, you know, oh, you just want fame or oh, you just want everybody to pay attention to you or you're an, a, I've even called myself like an attention whore. Like, why do you, why do you need to be the leader all the time? Like there's definitely like the, the self-doubt or the self-criticism that comes with it. Like why, like really questioning why I would do what I do and be who I be and act how I act or say what I say, mm. um, that I want to always make sure it comes from a truly authentic and organic and, um, aligned place. Yeah, that's so important. And I feel like I, I get that from a lot of people I talk yeah. to, like, it's, it's always the mission. Um, yep. You know, if you're a powerful leader in this space, like, it should be one of your core values. <laughs> yes, yes, completely. <laughs> I love that so much. And like, talk to us about like, your publishing house, because I know that's mm. recent, right? Yes. Yes, I would love to talk to you about that. I'm having I am having so much fun. Um it being a publisher, I I feel extra cool like to be able to tell people that. So, um it's just really fun and you know, I have been in the book, let's call it just the book and publishing industry mm-hmm. for the last uh, 2017. So the last five years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wrote my first book simply because I had such a clear download that mm. it, the whole book came to me at once. And so I just spent the next four months writing it. And I, so that was the extent of my understanding of of being in this industry. So then I published with a publisher. I was just sharing with um, someone from the gym and he said, I have a publisher and I love your idea and I'm going to connect you. Like I wasn't even chasing down publishers. Mm. And so it's so aligned and so co-created by the universe and God. And, and so um, did that. And then I was picked up I shared my book with somebody and he picked me up as a ghostwriter. So mm. then I was helping other people write their books or writing the books for them. And I, I had written three books in like a year and a half or two years. And, Mm -hmm. and so I was getting more involved in the industry and seeing the behind the scenes of like production, publishing, promotion, marketing. And I saw a lot of things that I liked and a lot of Mm -hmm. things that I didn't like. I, I, there were things I definitely felt were out of integrity or Mm -hmm. that could be more run more effectively. And so I actually had the idea for a publishing house probably two years ago. And I was at a place in my life where I really wasn't interested in the logistics of having a publishing house, like being responsible for that or the back end of it, all the production Mm. stuff. 
So I never launched it. And instead I started sharing, I started referring people to the different publishers that I knew. But after about like six or seven authors that I handed off to other publishers, I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute. I'm up to something. And so it became more clear to me that I needed to step up in a role that was really calling to me because I'm helping people write their books. I'm writing people's books. I'm writing my Mm. own books. Like, why would I not be the one to also produce and promote and facilitate that? So, um, especially, like I said, it was the integrity piece that really sealed the deal is like, I have created a publishing house that I believe runs the most effectively and not to, is not to downplay anyone else's because I don't think I'm the publisher for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have a way that I think is the most effective and, and the most aligned where the, the author themselves has the most, um, power, let's say, mm-hmm. has the most leverage yeah. with their book and their content. And so, yeah, I'm not for everyone, but I'm certainly for people who are interested in using their book to create their brand and publish multiple books and, you know, step up as a leader or an mm-hmm. expert in their area. And so um, I love, I just love what we author and I'm, I love what we're offering and I'm having the time of my life doing it. <laughs> Oh my God, this is amazing. So I'm definitely going to go and like message you when I'm ready to create. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So good. And I also know you have a podcast and on your podcast, you talk about emotional intelligence, right? Yes. Can you tell us some more about that? I can. Uh, It's also, (laughs) so I want to start by saying like, I'm loving your questions and this is my brand in general. So Mm -hmm. I am answering the question, but there's a little lead up, which is I made a career doing only what I love. Mm. I wanted to talk about transformation and not everybody in my life wanted to talk about transformation. So I Mm -hmm. built a career to talk more about transformation all day, every day. (laughs) So yes, I would love to tell you about emotional intelligence, but I just wanted to say like this, I, it feels so rich to be asked questions that I'm really excited to answer. So I just wanted to, you know, thank you for that. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's such a gift. And, and so I would love to encourage any listeners, like, what are you really passionate about? And that that's when I said, I can't turn this off. Like it's just Mm -hmm. in me and it has to come out all the time. So I just built a life to do that. And the podcast is also one of those, like one of the passion projects or, and it's not a passion project in the way that, um, I think people confuse a passion project as a hobby, meaning you can't get paid for it. Mm -hmm. And I really want to distinguish that everything that I continue to build is in, in service of people, but it's also in service of making a living, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to get paid to, to do work that I love. Those don't have to be separate. Mm. So so good. (laughs) Yes. And the emotional intelligence, the Hearts Unleashed podcast is all about emotional intelligence. And what that is, is basically I want to simplify it as as far down to this is a self-study. It means you know you best Mm -hmm. and you are emotionally intelligent enough to understand the way that your life has gone and the way that you've turned out because of it, your triggers, your insecurities, your strengths, your gifts, Mm -hmm. and you understand yourself and the totality of who you are in such a way that you can be the totality of who you Mm -hmm. are. This is so deep. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, you're just so amazing. I'm so glad we're we're meeting today. Like this is yes. awesome. I'm having fun. I'm having tons of fun. <laughs> amazing. And there's one thing I also wanted to chat about is I know you are a hundred percent nomad. Yes. So how do you juggle all of the things while traveling all all the time? Yes, a great question. And I will say it has taken practice. I am 100% nomad at this point, And I've been 100% nomad for about a year, going on a year. And before that, I was still very nomadic, meaning I have moved, you know, upwards of 10 to 20 times in the last seven years specifically. Yeah. So I haven't set many roots down in places, but you, I'm going to answer your question. Like, how do you do it? Practice one trial and error two, and Mm -hmm. self-love three gentleness. Mm -hmm. Um, there's days and times where it's more tiresome, And those are those trial and error stages where like, okay, this isn't working. That isn't working. And, and the more that you, and like anything, the more you do it, the more you can do it because I am thoroughly enjoying my nomad lifestyle. I have been for the last few months specifically because I've really perfected. Okay. I like to stay somewhere at least two weeks. Um, I like to Mm -hmm. relocate at least in a month or whatever. And, um, there's different times. One thing I'll say is I live out of two suitcases. My entire <laughs> life currently lives in two suitcases. And I, I really wow. love that. And I kind of joke, I say, as long as I have water and Wi-Fi, is then I'm doing all right. <laughs> and what I mean by water is put me next to an ocean. I need to be on the coast. That my feet need to touch yes. the sand. I need to talk to the to mother mother ocean, like all that. Um, so water and Wi-Fi are my rules. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really enriching. I am one with nature and I am very sourced by the voice of nature. And um, so being in nature is a high priority for me. And and then also I want to say about being a nomad is I've fully surrendered to it. There's a lot of times that I used to fight or resist or keep my foot on the brake pedal. It was when I fully surrendered to that call that um, it got a lot more fun because there were there are times where I get tired and I want to set my roots down, but spirit keeps calling me forth. And as long as I listen, I will know exactly where to go. Like I spent two months in Costa Rica because that's where spirit said so. Mm. It's all about listening. That's so amazing. And that was actually my next question. Like people who are interested in like living this lifestyle, like where should they start? And the surrender part, I feel is a huge part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the piece about like anybody who knows they have the call and they're not taking it. Mm -hmm. It's probably because you need to know the whole journey before you take the leap. And that's not, Mm. you're never going to have that. Yeah. It's like business. Yeah. I was actually going to say that like every, I know we're talking about being a nomad, but we're also talking about running a a brilliant business, right. Or living a brilliant life in general is, and I love Abraham Hicks say that when you like you, if you plan a road trip across the country and you, if you attempt to, to map out every single turn at every single intersection, Mm. it's, it, it is impossible. 
You don't know where the detours are. You don't know what the cities are like. And even if you like, why would you spend that much thought and emotional energy trying to map out the entire way Mm. when the whole part of it is the adventure? Oh, so good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I would say to anybody who really has feels the call, but but they're stopping themselves because they don't know you're not going to know and you're not supposed to know. Mm. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun. (laughs) I love it. And I know you're also a very like spiritual person and, Mm -hmm. you know, you believe in spirits and guides and and Mm -hmm. all of that. And like, what would you say is like the key to start truly connecting to our spiritual side? Mm, I love this question. And it's counterintuitive because a lot of people want to connect Mm-hmm. And it's much more about disconnecting. Mm, yeah. People want to <laughs> add a spirit guide or add a guardian angel or add the voice mm-hmm. of, of God when really they need to subtract the substances and subtract the impressions and subtract the influence and subtract the scrolling and subtract the overeating. And sub- I can go on and on, right? But mm-hmm. ultimately take the distractions out of your life and the emotional baggage. Mm. So a lot of why you can't hear your guidance is because the emotional baggage is too heavy or too loud or too distracting for you to receive because God, spirit, universe is always and at every single millisecond communicating with you. The, 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 the concept that you could possibly hear them would be about clearing your head and your heart from the distractions. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I have no words right now. I'm speechless. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's really that simple. And I remember receiving the clarity, like if it's complicated, your Mm. ego is involved. So if you're trying to you know, I'm, I'm closing my eyes. Like when we try to, like, if the teacher tells you focus, you like all of a sudden squint your nose and you're like, I gotta, okay, I'm going to focus more. You can't focus more to hear. You have to clear more to hear. Mm. Oh, this is so good. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. This is, and and it's funny because our listeners don't know this, but we've been trying to make this happen for at least a year. So I'm really glad to be here. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. This is awesome. So um, I ask this to everyone who comes on the show and I so look forward to your answer. Mm. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Mm. It means being yourself. And I, I, I almost resist that answer because it almost seems too cliche. Mm-hmm. But what I mean by that is I'll, I'm just sharing in my own journey is I did a lot of people pleasing in the way of attempting to fulfill other people's expectations of me. Mm. And that turned that always took me further away from myself. I would morph away from who I knew myself to be. And then the less that I did that, the more I did discover of myself. But that didn't mean I had the confidence or certainty or assuredness or or maybe even um 
groundedness to then step out as I was discovering myself, you know? Mm, So thank you for acknowledging, like you said, you're a spiritual person and you know, you, you, Mm -hmm. you have this faith and you do this work, but I wasn't, when I knew it took me two years of knowing that about myself before Mm -hmm. I ever came out of the spiritual closet with it. And so what does it mean to be a powerful leader? It's to know thyself and be thyself. Oof. Yeah. There's a, there is a difference between those two. So it doesn't, what you know doesn't matter if you aren't willing to apply what you know. Wow. Yeah. I love this. I just got the chills. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for asking the questions that would pull these out for our listeners, especially. Yeah, I'm I'm becoming really good at it. Yeah, yeah, right? It's awesome. <laughs> Kudos. Amazing. So do you have any last piece of wisdom that you truly like to share today with our audience? Mm. Just the reminder that it would take it takes radical self-love, radical responsibility. And if these words would go together, radical gentleness to to step out in such a way because there's plenty of the world that will critique us. You don't need to be one of them Mm. for yourself. Yeah. The you're literally, um, if I can tell like a 10 second story, I did a, um, I did a 10 day silent meditation retreat and I was sitting in the snow and I had to be silent and I was, uh, this mouse came out, this little mouse, I could hear him. And the moment I moved, he went right back into, he burrowed right back in. So I sat there silently and I just waited. I sat silently. He forgot I was there and he came back out and I got to watch him like pounce around in the snow. Cause he, I was so still and silent that he felt safe to come out. That is your soul. Your soul is that field mouse. Mm. We must almost sit so still and so silent and make it so safe for our soul to be exposed because throughout our life we've learned it's unsafe to be who we are it's unsafe to be vulnerable unsafe to be exposed so you have to be so gentle with yourself the way you would be kind to a child or kind to an animal that it's safe and it's okay come out and play let me pet you let me feed you let (laughs) me care for you right And so just being gentle that I would love to encourage anybody who's listening to be more gentle with themselves. Yes. I love that message. So amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So where can people go to connect with you further in the online space? Yeah. So my, I always say Instagram is my love language. So if we can connect on Instagram, that's great. I am Instagale, but also Mm -hmm. um, just head to abigailgazda.com and surf around and see what I offer and see if it fits you. We have, I have lots of community options and also one-on-one sorts of services and then publishing. Like if someone wants to reach out at publishing, you can uh, email hearts at heartsunleashed.com to um, talk about writing a book or publishing a book. Amazing. You are such a beautiful soul and anyone who crosses your path will be so, so lucky. Mm, Thank you so, so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.